This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs, here with co-host Blake, Marissa, and Nick. Happy Monday to all of you. Happy Monday unto you. What's happening, guys? Happy Monday. I've brought you all together, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest, we don't have a lot of time. We're gonna, we gotta get going. So I'm jumping right into this topic. It's that kind of Monday, everybody. It's a no waste Monday. A thing that we all say all the time. Uh, NWM, so, baby. That No Waste Monday. <laughs> so uh, this actually is a Going question. On a shirt. Let's go. <laughs> Let's not talk about it anymore. No Waste Monday. Uh, this is a question from the Full Focus Planner community. If um, you're not there, you got to get there. Um, but this is a question from Kathy. And I thought it'd be interesting to bring Marissa here to bring us all together. Because I know this is a topic that she uh, loves to talk about. The question is, what does everyone use for a vision board? I'd love to see one in our full focus planner. And uh, let's start. Let's just start openly. Blake, LeJohn, do you have you ever vision boarded? Oh, absolutely. I love vision boarding. Oh, great. This is amazing. I have a I have a digi board, a digi vision board. Um, mm-hmm. So I use an app called Notion and all of my stuff is there basically all my mm-hmm. reference materials notes and most of the stuff I use for running my businesses in there and I have a document uh, that is a big a big old doc but within that is a little vision section mm. and I have a well, bunch of images and stuff in there yeah well let's let's get we'll get specifics in a little bit Marissa I know you're a vision boarder Love it. All about it. In every way, shape, and form, you know, digital, physical, recording, all of it. Yeah. All right. So we got we got two. Uh oh. Verbs's computer is too high now. Internal temp too hot. Too hot. So if you're watching this episode, if you're watching this episode, it's just like a black box for verbs. But verbs, have you ever been a visioner or vision board type person? You know what? Um I have not been a vision board person, but what I do find myself doing is uh, like, I just like making stuff anyway, visually. So if I know within a year, I want to head in a certain direction, well, then I'll hop in illustrator or sketch something out to actually put a, a visible, a visible, a visible idea of where I want to want to go or what I want to create during that year. Well, that's, that's very cool. That's so, legit. That's uh, like on, on another level. Yeah. <laughs> Way to make us look bad. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. You're like, I'm jumping <laughs> Illustrator making this beautiful thing. Um, well, yeah, yeah I, that wasn't a flex. I meant that that just helped. It's a tool to help create. Well, let's um, start just real quick. Um, Marissa, why don't you give us a sense and people can jump in here of why you might want a vision board and why you vision board. Yeah. And maybe when you started. Oh, wow. Gosh, when I started. Well, I mean, how far do we want to go back? I don't know. Don't if it's a good story as far back as possible. I mean, you know. When you were 11. 
I mean, really, when I was a kid, I mean, truly, I would, you know, clip out little things from a magazine and put it on a, you know, poster board or whatever in my room, you know, like what I wanted and all, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's evolved over time into a much more like inspiring um, activity. I mean, I think the whole point of a vision board is to visualize what the future is that you want to create. And so, you know, so often our goals feel like these faraway things, or it's hard to kind of go like, where do I even want to go in my life? What is the kind of thing that I want to be creating? And um, a vision board or visualization exercise, there's different, you know, kinds of visualization exercises that you can do, but they're so helpful in making that dream feel like a reality. And so you can do this for sure through a traditional vision board, which would be, you know, like getting a poster board or a cork board, cutting out clips from a magazine, um, you know, of images that inspire you that you want to um, kind of work towards, whether that's, you know, a house or a vacation, uh, what a relationship looks like, you know, family, um, health, all different, you know, parts of your life. Uh, you know, you can do kind of a digital version, which is what it seems like Blake is, you know, talking about uh, kind of the digital version of that. My digital version would be like a Pinterest board. That's a great, um, you know, free tool to use. Um, and then you could do this in like a meditation kind of um, exercise where you, you know, really close your eyes and imagine all aspects of your life at a certain point in your life. So that could be five years from now, 10 years, 20, 30 however, you know, far out in the future you want to get. And you really go through, I would recommend all nine life domains and asking yourself, like, what do you want to create in each of those areas? And through that process, like that reality, that future becomes reality to you. And so um, you're able to act on that. You're able to kind of embody who that future you is. And so I love vision boards. Uh, My top strength on the strength finders test is futuristic. So this is kind mm-hmm. of like my, my favorite thing is envisioning what the future can look like. Now I have to ask, and this is sort of to everybody uh, to Marissa and, and LeJohn slash Blake here. Uh, <laughs> when I think vision board and verbs, you chime, you tell me if this is your feeling as well. I think growing up, I, when I would hear vision board, I would also hear it associated with the concept of just like manifesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, especially when I was younger, that felt very wooey. It felt a little not real. And so I do want to, but I, I get a sense and I, I feel like I know what the answer is going to be, but, uh, does anyone want to say that's partially true or does anyone want to say that's not what we're doing? Give me someone Blake. What, what are we how, what do you say to that? <laughs> I learned something from my wife, which is that packaging is part of the gift. And sometimes we can confuse mm. the, what the wrapping paper is for what the thing is inside. And it's it's great. I need to remember that so I don't just like hander a thing or wrap it in newspaper like I used to do with a kid. For some reason, it's like... but um, From Amazon. <laughs> so there is um, packaging on it, everything. So every teacher, even us at Full Focus, we, we package uh, things about identity or things about learning, you know, in forms of productivity or, or goals or things like that. And so there's absolutely packaging when it comes to vision boards that, to borrow a term you use, wooey, you know, 
uh, which mm-hmm. I, I think that's great for certain people, certain audiences. For others, I think it's can be uh, not helpful, right? But there's principles that are true kind of regardless of your school of thought. It's what I've found. Um, for instance, we know that the majority of our function as people, our thoughts, our feelings, even our actions are driven by our subconscious. Like we are not consciously thinking or feeling and therefore doing the majority. When I say majority, I don't mean 51%, more like 90 some percent. And if that's the case, wouldn't it be wise to influence our subconscious as much as we can? So I have two little kids, so I've learned a lot about subconscious programming, if you will, just because before age six, age seven, our kids are so impressionable. I mean, my daughter watches two episodes of Bluey and now she speaks with an Australian accent. Like it, <laughs> it's bananas, right? So I'm very, very, their brain development is such that they're highly impressionable. And so many of the paradigms, you know, we've used the term limiting beliefs. These things come when we're really young because that's when we're, it's like our subconscious is very impressionable. So for me, I've taken great interest in trying to understand like, yes, I can force myself or be conscious to try to do a thing or exercise a, a discipline or something like that. But man, I'm all for making things easier. I'm all for what's the, what's the 20% focus that can drive 80% of the results. And so vision boards to me are a, a way, one of the ways to begin to influence me subconsciously. So for example, Nick, if you were to simply focus on, I don't know, the color green, you're wearing green today and all you're just thinking about green, even if you were trying not to think about green, but green was dominating your mind, you're going to start noticing green cars, green trees, right? There's that natural thing. So what, what, what you focus on, your attention is going to be drawn towards. And so that is Marissa, you and I could probably go down a, a, a two-hour rabbit trail deeper into this stuff, which I think would be fun. 100%. <laughs> but as, a, as an intro for this medium uh, on this platform, I think that is a helpful understanding of like, hey, this is part of your, like, we, we often talk about we rarely will drift to a destination that we would choose for ourselves, And so this is a way of setting our sails, setting our sails of our subconscious mind in a sense, because we're putting things in front of, oh yeah, I want to be thinking not about all the crap that I don't like in my life. I don't, I want to be filling my mind with the things that I do want. And the more that I do that, and this is why I still do this practice and Marissa, you can elaborate. The more that I do that, the more I find that it is more natural, uh, less, uh, it requires less effort to begin to find ways, even ways that I wouldn't have thought before to reach some of these destinations. And so that's kind of what the experience is when you begin to put your subconscious to work on this. So that's, that's my intro take. I feel like it's, it's less about manifesting and it's more about calibrating. Like you're calibrating your life towards something you're saying, like you're resetting and saying, where am I going? If you don't have a clear idea of what that future looks like, like, sure, you can have all kinds of great plans and goals and all these great things. But if you can't visualize like a different reality than the one that you're sitting in, you're not going to be able to take the actions that are required to get there. 
And in uh, Atomic Habits, uh, James Clear talks about um, how when we create a new identity for ourselves, we start to act out of that identity. And I think that this is part of that. So if for instance, let's just say that you wanted to, you know, create a really healthy future for yourself, you know, where you're vibrant, you're full of life, you have tons of energy, you're playing, you know, well into your 70s and 80s with your grandkids and great grandkids. If you can't visualize that because you're in such poor health now, like, and you think I'm not a healthy person, there's no way you're ever going to get to that future. But if you're able to, you know, visualize whether that's, you know, through, cutouts from a magazine or images you found on the internet or a statement that you've written out and recorded and now you listen to every day, you're going to be able to go, oh yeah, I am a healthy person. I already am that person, you know, 10, 15, 30 years into the future. That's already me. And so, yeah, you can call it manifesting. You can call it calibrating. You can call it visualizing, whatever you want to call it, whatever makes you feel comfortable and, and feels in alignment with you. But to me, the principle, like you're saying, like, I mean, it's, it's the same thing, you know, it's, it's being able to see where you're heading and then, you know, creating that reality for yourself today. So as we're having this conversation, it reminds me of the, the definition, if I can get extra bible just for a, a moment, but the whole definition of just, you know, when people say I have faith in this, I have faith in that. Uh, but the definition of faith is the substance of what you hope for, the evidence of the thing that you can't see. So being able to just like what Marissa was saying, uh, get into that space to where you're actually looking past where you're currently at to what is possible ahead in the future. And you see yourself there. I think that's one of the steps, at least for me, that helps because I'm not depending on what I can currently my current situation. I'm I'm looking toward what's possible beyond that and what what could happen, which helps me get into seeing the specifics and the details of that as well. For everybody, uh, when you guys are talking about this, look, I'm not saying that I'm opposed to it. I want to be clear. I, when I, I was just sharing my middle school, high school, when we were all talking about manifesting and Oprah and all that other stuff. I'm just, but <laughs> as you talk about it, Wait, pause. Nick. Yes. Were you watching Oprah in middle school? Uh, yes. Okay. Everybody was watching I Oprah. I definitely was. Everybody, Everybody was, was watching Oprah. Yeah. And she had like really? Paul Simon wrote her theme song that like for her 10th or 12th. I don't remember. It was, yeah. we all, we're all watching Oprah. Um, yeah. Four o'clock after school. Weird. <laughs> totally. Um, really? No Ricky Lake. No Ricky Lake. Oh my gosh. Sorry. I'm getting off topic. Go ahead. <laughs> Carry on with but, the show. But let's, I, I want to talk about how you might get started on this, but I want somebody to help me and perhaps a listener talk about when verbs are just talking, uh, it really was sort of tickling a bit of my body and going, I bet that for some people, including myself, this practice of creating a vision board would be terrifying. Like I really actually mm -hmm. think if you haven't done it and you're saying, who do you want to be? Make this, make a visual thing, cutouts, you know, notion, whatever. How might you encourage someone to go, uh, this is worth trying. So I think about the principle of, uh, let's call it the tissue box principle. Okay. So okay. something that's really intimidating is to think, what are my grandest desires and the ultimate identity that I want to achieve? Something that's more achievable is what would I have? What would I like to have for dinner tomorrow night? Right? So, <laughs> somewhere in the middle there is maybe where we can shoot 
But what? So just to tissue- be clear, you're not making a board of what you want to have for dinner tomorrow night. <laughs> I mean, that'd be great, but that's not what we're talking you, you about. You could start there. What I'm saying <laughs> yeah. is, there are some people, and I have clients that struggle with you know developing vision, and there's there's real reasons for why it's hard to know what you want. Um, but one of the ways, uh, besides kind of going through some of the deeper stuff to un- fix that stuff, this tissue box principle, what you can do is just identify one thing that you want. And like when you pull a tissue out of the tissue box, another tissue begins to to come up. So it maybe it's just like, hey, I want to get a new my a new iPhone. My iPhone's three years old and the new one looks really awesome. Literally put a picture of an iPhone on your vision board. When you give yourself permission to just want what you want because you want it, it it's like working a muscle. So you take that one tissue and you're like, oh, you know what? And if I have the new iPhone, it'd be really great is to have um, a new computer too. That would be really cool. Oh, and if I can, well, actually with my new computer, I'd love to actually start working on some of my own music. So maybe I'll put like me, like a picture of like being at a venue, like doing my music. Oh, that would be really fun. And the more that you do that, the more you start slowly giving yourself permission, as you pull one desire out of the tissue box, so to speak, what I found is more begin to reveal themselves. And that's tends to be a less intimidating way to try to begin to mm. cast vision for, you know, 20 years down the road or something like that. What are you guys working with when you do a vision board? Is it for the year? Is it three years out? Is it five years out? How do you guys deal with the scope of time when you're creating those those boards for yourself? I think it really depends. To me, a year, it's either usually like a year out or like 10 years out. For whatever reason, kind of in the middle feels like a little harder for me to to visualize. Um, I just did this recently. I went through um, a home renovation last year. And so I created a whole vision board for that project and went on Pinterest and found inspiration photos like bathrooms that I loved and kitchens and cabinet hardware and lighting. I mean, all the things and just like stuck it on a board. Uh, I was Pinterest board, but put it on a board. And when I look at my house today, I mean, it is like straight out of that vision board. It's crazy how much that impacted um, and influenced the decisions that I ended up making. And that was great because that was a short-term project. Like I made that probably uh, two months before I actually, you know, started the project. And then the project was about six months. Um, And so that was like an easy, you know, time period for me to think. And that was a specific case. You know, if you're talking about your life, to me, like a year out, where can I see myself in a year? You know, like that feels doable. You know, is there a trip I want? I love traveling. So I'm like, is there a trip I want to take in the next year, which I'm actually going to France this spring. So like, if I was doing this, I might have, you know, some places in France that were inspiring to me. Um, maybe some hikes that I want to do while I'm there or place, you know, restaurants that I want to go to. And so kind of like thinking of it in those terms to me helps like in a, either a specific case or in a short period of time or a longer period. Like I can, I can see 10 years out, you know, easier than to me for whatever reason I can see three years. I don't know why that is, Mm. but I don't know about you guys, but that's true for me. Well, you probably know the benefits of the compound effect of small actions through daily habits, but the biggest question is where are those habits leading you? 
Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps, including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life, you'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus and use the code FOT15 to get started. To, to wrap this up, now, Verbs and I'm not... First of all, Verbs and I are wearing, like, the same exact shirt. I just feel yeah. like we need to... You got the note. Yeah, we need to call that out. And then Marissa's also wearing this green. That green, yeah. Hey. So, Blake. <laughs> Blake. So that's, it's not easy being on the That's club. number one. Uh, number two, uh, so especially for uh, Blake and Marissa, since you are active vision boarders, what... Would one or two things from each of you, would you suggest, like whether it's um, what you use, how you get started, what are just some tips you might do or some encouragement for listeners to get started uh, visioning their own future? I would say the best place to start to me, like I said, are the nine life domains. So if you are a full focus planner user, you know these well, you know, we have uh, work, money, health, uh, love, family, so on and so forth. There's nine different domains of your life. I would recommend you go to um, take the life score assessment that will help you familiarize yourself with those domains. It'll kind of help you visualize because there's a lot of prompts within that assessment where we're talking about, um, I don't know, you know, like, is this how it feels for you in this domain of your life? Um, and so we might be talking about health or money or, uh, you know, your spiritual life or whatever it might be. So that'll kind of help get your wheels turning. And then when you get your results, it'll share with you also, um, you know, those areas that you might be struggling more in. And I would actually say, start with the areas where you're thriving the most. I know this is like Mm. counterintuitive, but this is going, you're going to easily be able to visualize those because you're already excelling in those areas. So start there. So For instance, if that for you is you're really like crushing it in your health. Okay, awesome. Like you're working out, you feel like you have tons of energy, you're eating healthy, um, you know, all your markers are great. Awesome. Imagine yourself and get some images of what that might look like or journal out what that feels like. And then go to something that is more difficult. Like let's say you're not doing great in the area of money and you've got a lot of debt. Okay. Well, imagine what it might feel like to be out of debt. And so that could look like you're, you know, buying a new iPhone that could look like you're, you know, debt free, cutting your credit card up. Um, that could look like buying a house, obviously so many different things. And so I would recommend start where you feel like you're doing the best and then go to where you feel like you might be struggling and um, 
that'll help kind of get you, get your wheels turning and get you visualizing that future. Um, I think the life score is a great tool just in, in general, but I think specifically for this. And then for those areas that you are specifically struggling, like make sure to include those in your vision board. And so for me, I don't have right now in this phase of my life, I don't have an actual board with, you know, images on them. Um, but I do have what I call my vision statement, which is like a whole um, thing that I just wrote out just about each of my life domains of what I visualize for myself um, in the future and kind of the reality that I'm, I'm shooting for. And so I, it's more like a journal entry that I've written out. And then I take that and I record it on my phone through voice memos and I play it every single morning. And it's like the easiest, best way for me to visualize uh, without actual pictures, but it's getting those wheels turning for me. So you can kind of start small, but definitely start with a win and then go to the areas where you're struggling. When it comes to vision board, monitor how you feel. So if you feel stressed out, stop doing that. If you feel like something is making you feel bad, take it off your vision board, right? A big mm. outcome of this practice is to, uh, you both said this in various ways, but I'm trying to feel like the person that I'm hoping I become. And so if I feel terrible about myself, that's actually not where I'm driving towards. So have fun with it and play with it however you want and do what feels good. And I would say if you feel comfortable, share this in our full focus planner community. Like I would love to see your vision boards. Maybe I'll go in there and share a portion. I don't think I want to share my whole uh, recording, but I can share a portion of that, you know, and we can kind of get the conversation going. But I think, you know, the key is remembering like this is for you. This is not anybody else's vision for you or what you think you should be, you know, looking for or trying to shoot for. This is just your vision. And if it, you know, if you don't want to share it with the people in your life because you're worried, you know, what they're going to think, great. Keep it close to yourself. Um, but if you are looking for a supportive community, like come in our Full Focus Planner community and share that. We'd love to encourage you and, um, you know, you can get uh, other ideas and inspiration from other community members. And I think, too, just hearing everybody talk, the variety of ways of what a vision board can be. It can be audio. It can be text. It can be actual images. Like, it doesn't have to be the artsy, craftsy, you know, magazine clippings on the board, on the cork board with yarn and all that. It could be whatever works best for you so you can engage with it uh, when you need to to keep your eyes focused. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Focus on This. It's the most... Uh, productive podcast on the internet this is the most productive podcast on the internet so please share it with your friends and if you have not done so already make sure you join us in the facebook community on the full focus planner community right there on fb we'll be back next monday with another great episode so until then stay focused stay focused, focused. <laughs> perfect alignment awesome This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.